Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Saurabh Agrawal, uh, who is the founder of Growit, uh, which is India's leading protective farming company, helping farmers double their farm produce and income. Uh, hi Saurabh, welcome to ELI. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ranjan, for having me. I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Yeah, so I'm Saurabh Agarwal. Uh, I represent uh, Grow It India and I'm the founder and CEO of the company. And uh, we started this company in uh, 2020, just before COVID. And uh, yeah, we are here today. Okay. Just to set the context, uh, can you can you describe what is protective farming? What is this term? Sure, sure. So everybody must have heard greenhouse, right? Hmm. So greenhouse is basically the... Uh, the graduation of protective farming, so to say. Um, there are many other products that can be used for protecting the microenvironment around the crop. By controlling the microenvironment, we provide the plant with the conducive uh, conditions to grow better and give better yield. Mm. So that is what protective farming is all about. Okay. And uh, uh, how, how can a farmer uh, practice protective farming? What are the benefits? Uh, and uh, a little so, more about it. Yeah, so basically any farmer can adopt it. Any vegetable and fruit farmer uh, growing can adopt it. It's very easy and it is mostly DIY sort of a, a practice that a farmer can adopt it. Uh, for example, there are certain products like mulch films or crop covers, agri wires, agri threads. So, you know, these are very common products. Um, they are not any... Um, so to say, he needs somebody to come and install those products and use those products, but he can uh, use it by himself. We teach them, we have a ground team to teach them how to use it. And uh, the benefits are basically the to reduce the cost of uh, uh, labor, to reduce the usage of uh, harmful pesticides, to reduce the uh, overall usage of any chemicals or pesticides or fertilizers that he is using in the crop. Uh, mm -hmm. reduce the use of water because we uh, stop water evaporation. So that is one, one of the major things. And then it reduces weed growth. Basically, weed is one of the biggest problems for farmers today, where mm -hmm. farmers need to use either labor or either need to use pesticides to remove the weeds. So we remove it by controlling the uh, photosynthesis process. So that is how we help them to eliminate that problem. And also a lot of fruit loss or vegetable loss because of bird pickings, animal pickings, all those kind of things are reduced. So overall yield is better. Consistent growth is another thing where a farmer gets good quality of uh, produce, where all his produce gets qualified under A grade of quality. So because of which he fetches better price in the market. So, you know, that that is a little more about protective farming. Gotcha. And uh, we are present across all platforms, whether it is B2B, B2B2C or B2C. So a farmer can avail it through multiple platforms, which makes it easier for him to buy and adopt it. We have multiple franchise stores, more than 225 mm -hmm. franchise stores across six states. So mm -hmm. now we are increasing our franchise store to every taluka in India. So slowly and gradually, it will be a uh, will be available in every corner shop of India as a protective farming product. Okay. Uh, when we speak of the products, can you can you tell us what what are the different products we have? What is the portfolio? Yeah, as I said, uh, we have products like mulch film, crop covers, uh, agri-wires, agri-threads. Uh, we have uh, uh, weed mats. We have insect nets. Uh, we have fruit covers, uh, banana covers, plant covers. 
फेंसिंग वी हैव पेट फेंसिंग विच इज बेसिकली रिप्लेसमेंट ऑफ जी आई फेंसिंग और बाब फेंसिंग देन वी हैव समथिंग कॉल्ड एग्री थ्रेड then we have plastic clips tomato clips so these are basically all the products which help farmer support during his entire crop cycle mm -hmm. uh, for example of uh, 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 mulch film will support in reducing the weed problem eliminating the uh, water evaporation uh, helping in uh, preventing soil erosion you know those kind of things and uh, a crop cover will help in basically protecting from the harsh environments whether it is cold or hot and also from bird pickings uh agri wire is basically a replacement of gi wire basically the gi wire gets spoiled in uh, one one and a half year and a farmer uh, it is very difficult for them to reuse it uh, whereas uh, agri wire can be used for four years so the cost goes down drastically so you know these kind of things and uh, for example a, uh, a weed mat is basically used for the places where uh, a farmer walks between his field so that even weeds do not grow in that area a insect net basically is to provide protection against insects uh, because many many insects which cannot fly over 3 4 feet mm. so those can better the field you know those kind of things are there so i think that's a little brief about the portfolio of uh, products that we have got you uh tell us uh, a bit about the distribution channels as in how how do you uh, sell those products uh, and you know uh, uh agriculture is uh, one of those segment where uh, e-commerce and all modern modern trade practices have not penetrated well so how how did you crack the yeah. distribution channel uh, as a challenge right so we have a hub and spoke model where we have cnf centers across all states and uh, along with that we open franchise in every taluka so by having franchise in every 20 25 km radius what it does is it enables the farmer to come there and buy from that uh, you know that store so we practically have a store in every 20 25 kilometers in four states at the moment we are increasing that day by day idea is to have around 6 7000 stores across india so that uh, it is available in every 20 kilometer radius uh, why taluka is because every farmer needs to come to taluka once or twice a week because that is where the mandis are that is where the farmer gets more of most of his supplies and everything so he is already coming to the taluka center for uh, buying many other things uh, once or twice a week uh, any government offices any panchayat meetings all those happen at the taluka level mm -hmm. so generally taluka is the place where farmers come and that is what we understood and that is why we opened every store in one taluka and uh, the hub and spoke model helps us to reach to the farmers within uh, 24 to 48 hours mm -hmm. gotcha uh would love to understand uh, how it all started uh, like you said uh, you started about 2 years back and that it was uh, somewhere uh, connected to your personal experience in farming so tell yeah. us about it about the initial days what was the hypothesis so basically i had my own small farm where i was doing my uh, farming as a hobby uh, in 2017 18 but uh, what happened is uh, uh, you know that hobby started growing day by day and uh, uh, that uh, hobby turned into a passion and uh, when i started having multiple uh, ideas about growing in my own farm we were searching for products how to increase uh, you know the productivity and everything in the in my own farm so because of that we started looking for new products we went to multiple countries to understand how better farming is done in those countries okay and that is where we stumbled upon these products 
we got some of the products from those countries and tried to work in india but nothing worked mm-hmm. so with our manufacturing background from our you know family man, family business we started uh, you know doing some uh, tweaks in our own machineries and tried to manufacture them and uh, you know what we manufactured uh, came to our uh, uh, results and you know uh, we gave some uh, samples to the farmers to understand if it works for them or not Yeah. and they came back with good results so that is when we thought you know why only stick to our farm why not the farmers of india and uh, that's when we realized that it's it can make a huge difference to the indian farming community by adopting uh, best practices and uh, protective farming practices uh, they can have better results so th- we found that india's yield you know, per hectare or per acre is very low as compared to global average so with using this products uh, one uh, there are multiple benefits one is that they move towards more organic sort farming and second is you know they they uh, get better results better income so mm-hmm. doubling the farmer income or doubling their output helps so that was the more behind it that is good. so my younger brother uh, akshay who is to designing the product is uh, expert in our in our company so he designs the products and i take care of all the sales marketing and plans and so that's how we have uh, you know come together and built this company got you uh, once you validated the products and you designed the products well what was the next challenge uh, as in uh, was it uh, the distribution or was it the sourcing uh, manufacturing um, what what was the next challenge the next challenge was educating the farmers because in india the farmers are not educated so what happens is that what happens is that the farmer education is very important and until you uh, show them the results they will never believe that you know this results can be achieved mm-hmm. with such simple products and simple services so uh, in educate them we started having demo farms in many areas so now we have one demo farm per district where we have uh, bi weekly meetings for farmers to come and learn about this product see the results and that is where the adaptability started so that was a something new that we had to start so that was the education was the biggest challenge uh, not distribution i think distribution was easy to crack but uh, education was the biggest challenge that's it um tell us a little bit about the funding uh, uh, how, how did you is there any funding involved how did you scale up your operation and what is the scale you are operating right now yeah so we uh, couple of years the first two years it, we were we were completely bootstrapped uh, we did not do any we, we had our own money been uh, used in the in the business mm-hmm. and uh, uh, when we saw that you know we had to grow exponentially that is when we started our fundraising so last year was when the when we did our first fundraise and um, we raised uh, around 4 crore rupees last year and uh, that was at a scale already at a scale of 20 crore rupees of revenue and now this year with increasing revenue we are uh, we are doing another round so we are raising some more funds and uh, at a at a much higher valuation uh, because of the results that we are getting so the investors are also helping us uh, you know build on to the business they are not only bringing in money but they are also bringing in strategic partnerships and strategic business opportunities which is helping the company grow so that is the whole idea of going into the funding uh, rounds got you any pivots uh, that you have done to your business model so far yeah, multiple pivots so uh, i think a startup is all about pivots right uh, easy to easy to pivot and easy to uh, change um, 
the plans and work on a on a better plan every day so i think we pivot almost every day uh, by get seeing what the results are by understanding what mistakes we are doing every day and improving on to the results i think pivot is actually a very very misunderstood word here i think you know people think that pivot matlab pura business plan change karna whereas i think pivot is not, not but nothing but continuous improvement mm. right continuous improvement is also some, a, sort of a pivot Right. uh so first we used to do b2b then we started b2b2c then we started b2c so mm. it's it's not i would not call it pivot but i would call it improvements so i think it's part and parcel of our daily work i think uh, that what that is what defines us hmm. what what are some of the biggest challenges that you have faced so far while uh, building and growing this venture i think the biggest challenge is uh, uh, as i said you know uh, and making the farmers aware about these products educating them uh, competing with the local um, competitors because we don't have any organized competitors as such in this industry mm. uh, we have very fragmented competitors so competing with those fragmented people uh, with no uh, uh, precise uh, agricultural policy being in place from the government so you know those sort of uh, challenges we have faced um, on day to day front yes um, Uh, there is a huge uh, uh, understanding challenge with the farmers you know farmers they i think that since they are doing farming for 15 20 years they know everything about farming but yeah. ultimately farming is also a science okay you know so that science needs to be understood and the the unfortunate part is that uh, many many farmers uh, in india since they are farming through lineage um, uh, you know the predecessors have been farmers and they are farming the same thing they are following the same methods somewhere during the way we lost the originality of the farming practices uh, there were many practices uh, which were used by our ancestors which were very good but i think because of all the new age uh, uh, ready to use sort of products coming in what happened is that farmers forgot the best practices and hmm. bringing back those best practices through simple products and services is very important right. uh, obviously tech is obviously involved a lot of uh, technology work is being done but uh, along with the tech ground work as also needs to be done as well right so uh, it's, it's i think it's a combination of ground work technology and everything that comes together to bring in the best out of the farmers now got you how do you go about hiring uh, in your uh, venture uh, what type of people uh, do you hire and the way i understand is uh, a lot of people who are competent smart work for corporates they do not prefer uh, working in going to the fields and you know working with uh, farmers directly so how how do you find motivated down to earth people for your venture oh i think it's all about uh, creating the confidence in your team and uh, building that faith in in the product and the service and the company um so since we deal with uh, farmers uh, it is very important to have agronomists uh, who are the people who understand agronomy Mm-hmm. so uh, we have more than 50 plus agronomists in our team i think they are the ones who are responsible for the ground work for understanding the entire uh, agronomy as a practice and that's that's the team that we built and you know there are people available also uh, see all you have seed companies pesticide companies fertilizer companies or you know many other multiple companies mm-hmm. already working with agriculture right so it's aisa nahi hai ke log nahi milte hai ya log kaam karne ko ready nahi hai it's all about giving them the confidence that you know they are in the right place at the right time i think if you give them that confidence any industry or any sector doesn't matter hmm. for even for an fmcg uh, uh, employee or fmcg person if you show him growth if you show him the confidence that whatever he is doing is right i, I don't think that sh- that's a challenge okay how so, uh, you know, that's what we started hiring got you and uh, uh, that's how we created our team 
uh, would love to know what are the different platforms you use to source your uh, uh, source the candidates for hiring. Um, uh, is it some uh, platforms like LinkedIn or Nokri, or how how do you go about it? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a combination of everything. Combination of references, LinkedIn, um, maybe some portals, maybe some agencies, maybe newspapers. It's I think it's a combination of everything. Universities, colleges, institutes uh, that are you know uh, in in the rural areas. Uh, we have collaborated with many of the universities, which has helped us uh, give you know get good people on board. Mm -hmm. So that has been a very instrumental thing in our hiring process. So I think it's a combination of everything. Uh, we can't rely on just one thing. Gotcha. Uh, what are some of the failures that you have gone through as an entrepreneur? Oh, many. Um, I've built a couple of businesses. I've sold a couple of businesses. I've shut down one business. Um, and this is, I think, my fourth venture. So uh, the, the journey has been amazing in the past 17, 18 years. And uh, uh, I think uh, building onto businesses, exiting at the right time, I think that is something which is very important uh what what we understood over the period is that you know mistakes are bound to happen as i said it's part and parcel of the journey yeah uh, you will make mistakes but you should be ready to change i think the only constant is change mm. so if you are ready to adopt to changes as as per the time as per the you know the market conditions i think that that you should be fine you should be doing fine mm. what would you say is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you how would you define the term entrepreneur I think entrepreneur is somebody who is ready to take on the challenge of every um, possible work in his own company or her own company. I think an, an entrepreneur should be ready to take up the challenge of uh, any sector. An entrepreneur should be ready to face the challenges of external factors. You know, overnight a policy can change and it can change the way the business is done, right? So uh, those kind of things, an entrepreneur should be an overall uh, uh, responsible person for the entire company and i think the biggest responsibility that an entrepreneur should have is uh, to train his senior most team in the right manner so that he can pass on the mental at the right time to all the team members because a business cannot be built by one person i think a business is a team effort so that team effort needs right kind of training and understanding of the senior team so i think uh, that is one of the key aspects of an entrepreneur to understand the requirements and the uh, the uh, the culture uh, of his of his company. I think building that culture is something very important. Um, if you do not have the right culture in the company, then you know uh, even good people can uh, be of no good. So uh, having the right culture is very very important, and I think that that onus lies only with the entrepreneur. So uh, he should be more focusing towards building the culture, the systems, the processes, because ultimately those are the things that are that are going to drive the company forward. Hmm. Hmm. My uh, final question for you, what would you say are some of the most interesting lessons that you have learned uh, during the entrepreneurial journey that others can take away and probably apply to their ventures as well? I think one of the very, very important uh, learning that I've taken over past couple of years is that uh, and then anybody in the company, uh, maybe the entrepreneur or maybe the senior team, they should be ready to face the challenge head on. You know, we should not run away. We should not pass on the mental to other people. We should not just delegate work and sit around in our offices and understand think that, you know, the work will get done automatically. Um, uh, earlier, when I started my journey, uh, you know, I used to work out of my office uh, more 
but then i realized that you know something needs to change and i started moving out now i travel for almost 20 25 days in a month and uh, just because of that travel the business is growing the confidence of the employees the confidence of the stakeholders the customers um the 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 entire chain increases more and more so i think that is some some one of the biggest learning for me that um, uh, i as the entrepreneur should be ready to take on the challenge and uh, you know give the completely probably 1000% to the to the uh, business i think that is something which is very important and uh, you know the second thing which i learned is uh, if you if you really enjoy what you are doing there is nothing that can you know tire you out Hmm. Uh, so i think enjoying the work or being passionate about the work is one of the key things that a entrepreneur needs to have without it you will fall apart very quickly right okay you know sometimes when sometimes when we think that you know it is my passion but it is actually not a passion a passion is something which which will not never let you let you sleep hmm sure. if you if you can dream with your eyes open i think that's what uh, brings out the real passion in you yeah that's so true uh on this note uh, we'll close the session thanks for your time saurabh and it Thank was you. a pleasure to have you on our platform thank you for having me thank you thanks